Breeze Siders, Amanda Page here with Taria from What Else Is Going On and Chelsea, aka Ono Bravo, the host of a Bravo Instagram Live every week and also the host of I'm the Cute One, a Mary-Kate and Ashley podcast. Thank you guys for joining me. Hi. Thank I'm you. So oh my, the way you started that, you. you stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> you stopped <laughs> me when you said hi. I wasn't expecting that. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, it's me, Kristen Bell, here to narrate. So I'm so excited to talk to you guys because this is, you guys are my favorite people to talk to. Sorry, everybody else in the world. But also because this is my favorite show. I love Gossip Girl. I'm so obsessed. And obviously this is the reboot that we're going to be talking about. But I've seen the series like 500 times. So I need to know from you guys, what is your history with Gossip Girl? I, I didn't watch it when it first came out, but I watched it maybe like, a year or two into it. So I was watching and then I never finished like the last two seasons, which was so dumb. Of course I know what happens, but I, I watched all the way through. I There was something, this is gonna sound so bad, endearing about Chuck Bass, but also about um, Dan's character too. Like if you could get a little bit of both bad boy and reader guy, it would be great. Um, love Blair and I love them all. I really liked it. So I have never watched a single moment of Gossip Girl ever, which is like, it's not intentional. It's not because I'm like being pretentious or better than you guys know. I love to get in the mud with my trash TV. It was just a total pop culture blind spot. I think that by the time I was interested in it, so many seasons had gone by and it just was something that I, I always like in my, the back of my head was like, oh, one day I'll binge it, but I just never did. And then I was recording with Samaj for his podcast, Me, I Am Canceled. And he had me read one of the Carlisle spinoff Gossip Girl books. And I didn't know, I mean, I love to read. So I was like, sure, yeah, book club, love it. And I got <laughs> so hooked. I did the recording for the first book. And then I immediately bought the second and third book and like read them in two days. And I was like, I love this universe. So then when you asked me to record for the reboot, I was like, yes, I am in. That's so exciting. Okay. So tell me more about the books. It's not the same characters, right? It's just the same setting or the general vibe. So it takes place the year after the original Gossip Girl cast graduates. So it's like a new incoming class and it's the same school, but it's like a different, it's like, it's the same premise. Obviously there's Gossip Girl and, but it's all new characters. So it was easy to jump in. I really recommend it. If you guys are looking for like a trashy beach read, it's called the Carlisle. Get it on Amazon or like for your Kindle, but it just, it's the same universe. And it's like this funny, pretentious, privileged, silly, vapid, exciting thing where like you're kind of living through these characters and you're like, wait, do I low key want to be back in high school, but just like mega wealthy and allowed to drink and do drugs? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and sinister and that there's an undercurrent of sinister yes. to it, you know, yes. like I totally get that vibe. Can I tell you, I forgot when you were talking about Gossip Girl, my kids bought me the Gossip Girl game years ago because I was the, when like it was, a board game. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a card type game where you ask questions and they were too old to be, I mean, they were too young at the time to even be thinking, but they were like, mom, you watch this show. My oldest, Aww. they went out and she was like, mom, you watch this show. Yeah. Let's have a game <laughs> night. If you still have the game somewhere in your house. I, I did not. 
<laughs> but I can see if I can find it on Amazon. That would be fun. I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> But that would be really fun. Okay, I'll search too, see if I can find it. Cause that would be a really fun like DMV dolls game. Night. Yeah. And then we can post about it on Instagram and everybody will be obsessed. Yes. But I really, I, I really like the show because I think similar to the reasons why I like housewives because they live such a different life than anything I have ever lived. But then you also, cause in your mind you think like, oh, well, if I was just extremely wealthy I would have no issues, I would have no problems, right? but they just have different problems. So you get mm -hmm. to see that kind of like dark side of that, where if your parents are super rich and powerful, you might not have those kinds of relationships that like we have with our families, you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of like to see how like the other side lives. I don't know how realistic it is because it's a scripted show, even with reality, you don't know how realistic it is, but right. I still like, I yeah, still yeah. like it. I like to see, I like to see it. But the interesting thing about this reboot is that there's so many things that are different about it. So right away, because I think because it's an HBO show instead of CW, they're able to be a little bit more like risque with stuff, like more mm -hmm. sex scenes. And right away, I like to see that they gave us like same sex couples, like the parents, more diversity, unconventional gender expressions. Like this is obviously not the CW original show, but I liked that they did nice. so many throwbacks, like still having Kristen Bell be the narrator. They still have lunch on the Met steps. There's still this like hierarchy. Yes. Like if you're a freshman, like you don't belong here. And so it's still like the same in some ways, but then it's also like more modern times with it being like more social media based. So I don't know. I still think Chelsea, you should go back and watch the original though. I definitely actually think that after watching this first episode, I'm like, okay, I need to like have a nice, what I need. So this is where being a parent really messes me up. I need like an old, <laughs> good old fashioned hungover day where you just like are laying on your couch, binge watching and order, ordering dominoes. Like I need one of those where I'm just going to watch an entire season of the original Gossip Girl. But I was going to say, I love, one of the things I loved about this reboot is that the sexiest guy is a bisexual man. Like the man that everybody wants is somebody that literally everybody wants. Everybody and I think wants. that's so refreshing to see that everybody is like drawn to this man who I believe is presenting as pansexual or bisexual. Like he just kind of like exudes yeah. sex appeal to anybody. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's really cool. Like, I think it's great that they went in this direction. And it's also interesting that it's kind of nice that they're not trying to recycle the original series because yes. we know who Gossip Girl is. I know. Right. Okay. So we need to talk about yes. this. So obviously you, Taria, you Wait, can know. Can I say and, something? Yes, of course. Chelsea hasn't seen it, but the guy that you're talking about that everyone wants, he looks like a young Chuck Bass. Like did they, yes. like he looks like Chuck Bass and the other guy, the, the, the boyfriend of Z, uh, of um, the popular girl looks like Dan to me, a young Dan. And their characters do res like personality wise resemble yes. each other. Yes. Obviously like the new Chuck, I, I, I wrote that, like he's kind of like the new Chuck. Yeah. I think that he, you know, with him being clearly the one who's, who's doing drugs in the first episode and just being more like, I don't know, that smoldering look. It's like, it's like, yeah. got that Chuck Bass vibes, but 
he's not Chuck Bass. Like he's not the same yes. person. Yes. And so I think we'll see different kinds of storylines happen with him and not just be exactly the same. And I think it's interesting because the character that you're saying is like, um, Dan, is his name Obi, right? I always get confused by the name. Yes. Obi. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yep. Obi. So he's already dating the popular girl, which is different right. than Dan. You know, Dan had mm-hmm. to like put himself in the situation to do that. But let's talk about this the teachers being gossip girl. So this is so <laughs> wild to me because as a teacher, I'm like horrified oh, yeah. for them that they would do this to their careers. That they like, would be oh, lurking, mean- that they would be lurking outside of their students houses and snapping photos of them in lingerie what's wrong with that Amanda <laughs> that is when he was so nervous he was like uh I shouldn't have this it's like no you should not at least he admitted that it was wrong because I was like mm-hmm. really concerned when I first realized it was the teachers I was like are they literally going to be posting about who their students are having sex with and not have some sort of weird feelings about that because that's weird like that part of it is strange but they're just pushed to a point where they're like, we have to yeah. do something. I cannot imagine being a teacher at a school like Constance. Like I would die. I would not be okay. That's what I was going to ask kids. you. Mm-mm. Can you imagine them like pushing you in the hallway and doing all this? I think what was once a conscious because, oh, these are kids, especially when they're like teenagers looking like adults turns into, oh, I'm going to get you back. I think it's probably very easy for, I mean, in real life to be like, Oh, all bets are off. I think it's really you know, like when that girl was like, I'll get you fired. <laughs> the, the casting makes me laugh because they all look the same age. Like I think they are. everybody yes. looks the same age. It's like, yeah. I imagine, I imagine the teacher going in to read for that part and be like, also, I'm going to read for this character too. I wonder right. if I will play a 35 year old or an 18 year old. No one knows. Right. But I think that that's a really interesting approach that they took that I'm sure we're going to get a really cool storyline of the teachers as I'm sure some yes. of them are going to get cold feet. Some of them are going to go all in like we have a lot of ways that the story can take us and it's probably smart on their part because the people that are watching this are probably not high schoolers they're probably people like us who watched the original and are now adults Mm -hmm. and so to get the adult storylines too is probably gonna be good but yeah I would lose my mind can I say something to you this is the only show lately that I was literally in the shower, like, God, let them get picked up for a second season and need a black boy around 19 years old. Like, I, I this sounds crazy. I, I'm like, why couldn't he have been on this show? I, I probably, in theory, as a mom, shouldn't. But I was like, the broidingness, he could fit right in. <laughs> Like, that's how much I love this audition. show. Your Tell son could audition. Your son could audition for right, that, I, I literally wanted to reach out to his manager and be like, this is probably... I'm supposed to, he's supposed to wait for you, but can they add like, <laughs> like a long lost brother, anything? They, I mean, they're gonna, I feel like they're gonna get picked up for season two because it's only oh, 10 episodes. There's gonna be more to the story. And I actually did get a message. So I posted something a couple hours ago, like what was your reaction? And I got a message from someone that was like, love the diversity, but where are the black men in the show? Which is a good point. Really? Like, yeah. seriously. So I was like, okay, is it because they have two leads that look like they're black or biracial either, the girls? And then they have a third girl? I mean, maybe. I, I, I mean, like, the parents, okay, obviously. But mm-hmm. yeah, 
tell him to audition, tell him to write to HBO and be like, I, I would, well, I would get a hold of his manager and be like, Hey, hi, <laughs> do they need anyone? That <laughs> but th- really that's just fun. how much this show is like, it, you don't know the amount of times I was like, <gasps> and then I couldn't even speak. I just was like, what is happening here? It, it was really, really good. So what did you think about the fact that the main characters are like feuding half sisters? Because this is obviously different from the original before it was best friends, but like, mm-hmm. okay. I want to know what you think about their plan to pretend like they didn't know each other. And, but then they immediately become friends. Wouldn't it have been easier if they just told people that they got along? Like, I don't really understand what would the point of that was. There's a plan that we're missing. I mean, that they're not saying yet because they they had a reason for doing that, but we still don't know why yet because it's not so they can go to the same school. I think because they kept hinting, right? I think it was because they didn't want their dads to know because their dads hate each other. But then it's like, Mm -hmm. it clearly there's a lot of deceit and not telling parents things anyway. So why couldn't you tell your friend group about it? And I think it probably speaks to the fact that the friend group wouldn't have been accepting of the half sister in general, but it's also like, okay, girls, then let's be a little bit more clever and not have matching tattoos. That kind of spoils the plot. (laughs) Kind of gives your game away. (laughs) Especially because like you can see Julie tattoo like she can't cover it up like there's yeah no, there's no way to cover up your your tattoo on the back of your neck yeah that's I'm a thinking good point. that the fathers are deceitful too though because at the very end when Julian's father was getting ready to send a text and then deleted it right or was it at the end or somewhere around and I was yeah. like wait what's going on I think there's something that they set out to do there's a reason other than the father thing because they kept talking about a plan but they never quite I'm like, there's something else here. There's something else here. But I, I just understand, couldn't. I understand like the men not liking each other, but how, like how, I feel like it's so messed up as a parent to be like, I know you lost yeah. your mom and here's a sibling you could know, but not going to let you be friends with them. Not going to have anything to do with them. Right. I feel like it's a sister that's close enough in age to be around, you know, in high school together. Right. So to it to make it so that they didn't have a relationship, I feel like is so messed up on the parents' part. I think if the parents had got a divorce and then she moved on and did it, they would be okay. But because she left him for another guy, I think they look at it like the child is a reminder, like if of them leaving, that's what, it's still not fair because the kids, I mean, when you think about it, like you said, there, there's what, four years difference what if they each had children and then they ended up in school and like people have to really think about those things. You know what I mean? Like siblings should know each other. They're both beautiful girls for sure. They really are. They really are. So it's Zoya and Julian. So yes, I'm trying to Zoya like remind myself of everybody, everybody's names. I had to have like the cast list open while I was watching the show because yeah, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't remember who anybody was, but now I think I've, I think I've got it under control. And then, so Julian is dating Obi, not Obi, our friend Obi. This is a character named Obi, which is going <laughs> yes. to be a little bit confusing. But I don't buy their relationship. So how do you guys feel about Julian and, and Obi? Because it's clearly on the rocks. I feel like it is one of those things like you start dating when you're 
14, 13. And then by the time you're 16, 17, you're totally different because you grow so much in those years. I think it's really funny the angle that they took this, this time around that she's essentially like an influencer and that her, her minions are just helping her like style her for like stories. They keep talking about her stories. I'm like, are they talking about Instagram stories? Is this the thing? Like, is she preparing for a grand swipe up? And so it seems like basically he's just like an Instagram boyfriend at this point. That's like, kind of doing her bidding that perhaps she's taking advantage of a little bit without realizing she is kind of just bossing him around. Yeah. I kind of see her as Serena in a way. Because Obi was saying she was, she was different at first. I feel like she started out being like her sister. That's her true self, but this world has taken over her and maybe she created this persona because she was like, you have no idea how difficult it was um, you don't have a mother, your father is a drug deal, uh, I mean, um, on drugs in and out of your life. So she's created this persona and that's like her shield. But I think she's more like her sister than she's showing. And which is why Obi seems to really be, inter- you know, like, oh, okay. I think so. I was so... I don't know, cringing at him, like leaving with her. They don't know each other. They don't know each other at all. That's when you realize it's TV because there's no way in the world. I would have been like, you're going where? With who? (laughs) Like that's when you know, oh, I'm back. Okay, because that couldn't happen. No, it's crazy. You move to a new town and I know she knows her sister, but her dad doesn't know that. She just goes out. And then she leaves with a guy who she knows is her sister's boyfriend, but she just met her sister. She could be a completely different person. She could have like lured her there under false pretenses and ruined her life. Like she could have held a grudge like her dad Mm -hmm. and ruined her life. And she could have had her boyfriend in on the whole thing. Who knows? We We don't actually know if that is her motive or not. Like I know we're to believe that they are friends, but we don't know. It's Gossip Girl. Like that could be the double twist that she really is this like evil (laughs) conniving person that was like set out to get revenge. Who knows? Maybe she is. Maybe we just solved it. Maybe we just spoiled the ending (laughs) of the show. Maybe we're Gossip Girl. Girl. (laughs) You know you love us. XOXO. But I really, I really feel like that about Julian. Like, I feel like she's similar to Serena in a way, because I, I am totally a Blair fan all the way. I'm not a Serena fan. And I feel like Julian reminds me of Serena and that she acts like she's innocent in everything. And that she's like a victim of society, like a victim of, oh, this is just the world we live in. You don't understand. I have to do these things. My friends, Mm -hmm. they're the ones who are pulling all the strings. I'm just along for the ride. I'm not a bad person. And I felt like Serena always played that where she was like, you don't get it. Like, this is just the responsibility I have of being the queen bee (laughs) of the, of Constance. And it's like, no, you don't have to be a B-I-T-C-H. You don't have to be. And I feel like right. Julian was totally trying to like make excuses of like, you don't understand my life. Like, I mean, I get it. I run an Instagram account. I, I, I get the, you need the followers. Me you and Taria the- are always styling. You were always planning your stories. We base <laughs> yes. everything we do around the best around lighting you. for you, Amanda. 
Imagine. And we just wait for you to nod your head like she did before she was walking down the run, like <laughs> nodding her head for her friends to do it. Now, what I'm confused about is I know they switched the phone, but what was the picture? Because they know it, it had to be. Okay. So Max was, so Max is like the new Chuck. Max was there and they said, we need to borrow you. Well, we need to borrow yes. one of your body parts. And then okay, the picture was part. the picture was blasted out, and someone said something about balls. So I think it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my question though is: It were they saying that she was sabotaging her because she took away from her moment? Like, I understand I a right. dick pic. Like nobody. Okay, if there's any men out there listening, any straight men that are thinking about texting a dick pic to a woman unsolicited just don't just don't and also i want everybody to know that if you do send a dick pic it is also being shown to her entire group of friends just putting that out there in case you didn't know <laughs> but i didn't understand like what the it was very convoluted like okay they switched phones they blasted out this dick pic was it the fact that they sent it out during her moment so everybody was looking at their right. phones was it the dick pic that was offensive like what was the plan there right because i didn't get that either like what 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 was i mean did they bank on her security taking her out, her out and her having to walk by the runway at the right time and see when she looked lit that match and looked at her i was like Great cinematography. I love the work. The aesthetic was beautiful. And like, she really <laughs> yeah. looked like she was like owning the runway, which is also another yes. thing of like, how realistic, I don't know how uber rich this, this like group of people are, but mm -hmm. like, how realistic is it for a high school Instagram influencer to like close out a runway show? <laughs> She was like the right. she was like the main she, yeah. the like grand finale. Yeah. I don't know. I mm -hmm. mean, Addison Ray got that uh, W whatever gig <laughs> and fired 24 hours. Like she really got has a lot of opportunities. Wait, I'm sorry, what? Okay, what happened? You know, happened? You, know you know Addison Ray, right? Yes. Like the TikToker. Mm -hmm. So yeah, the, the one that creates all the TikTok dances. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That one. Courtney so Kardashian's she, best friend. Yeah, her best friend. Yes. So she did some US. UFC or yeah, or W, UFC, I don't know, some yeah, UFC yeah. like interview. It was like a 15 minute interview. And then they said she was going to be like hosting some UFC event. And then people were so pissed that she was well, like, because Thanks. She, she tweeted out like, I've worked my whole life for this. I took three courses in college to get here. No, it was Are like, you... I studied for three months. Yeah. But like being, she was being facetious, but it was like, read right. the room, Addison Ray. We just survived a pandemic. <laughs> Nobody has jobs. Maybe keep that to right. yourself. Maybe have your joke writers go in a different direction. We need to workshop that one in the writer's room. But so Twitter like lost their minds and everybody was like, I'm unemployed. I have student loans. I have a master's <laughs> degree in this blah, blah, blah. And so then, <laughs> then she tweeted, LOL, you guys got me fired. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we can laugh because she's fine. She's going to be the, just fine. You just fine. And I will, I will give her half credit for like not coming on blasting everyone. Like you're just jealous. Like, no, you got me fired. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but, but all it, that to that say, maybe an influencer could close out a show. Yeah.
That's and we don't true. know how famous her dad is. I think he's a, he seems like he's a musician of some sort. He's, he's definitely seems like a little bit of a celebrity, at least in, in their world, their parents are going to be known if they have money, like in the mm-hmm. social circle. But so maybe she's well known because she is the daughter of someone who's famous. I don't know yet, but, um, but I do think it was the intention was to make it look like Zoya was stealing her moment. Like she t- blasted the picture out. She airdropped it, I guess, to everybody in the room at that time. So people wouldn't be looking at her, but it's like, I don't know. These storylines on Gossip Girl are always so convoluted. And like, what yeah. if she hadn't been walking with her phone in her hands? How would you have gotten her phone? <laughs> right. Like that would have ruined the entire thing. Like, oh my God, hey, let's take a selfie. And they take a selfie and then she like knocks it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I knocked that out of your hand or something. Those two are like. "Mm." Yeah, that's where, even though this is on HBO, storylines like that really make you remember that this originated as a CW special. You know, (laughs) like they're really keeping in line with the original theme of like, all right, just go with it. Like that's the general vibe of Gossip Girl of like, just no, no, no but just go with it. Yeah. It's right. going to be the same with the Pretty Little Liars reboot, which is also coming soon. So I think they're starting, that's also going to be on HBO Max and they're going to be starting filming in April of next year. So they're ca- currently casting. Just also let Corey yeah, know. tell your son. He loves that show too. It's so good. I mean, the yeah. new one will be probably just like this reboot of Gossip Girl where it's like nostalgic and that's why we love it. Cause that's what I think it is. I think that's what it really all comes down to is just that it reminds me of like when I would watch Gossip Girl in college and after college. And it's just, it takes you back to like a, like a simpler time in your life. I don't know. I'm going to get a plaid skirt this weekend and a white shirt. <laughs> Should we do a photo shoot? Wait, yes. Should... Yes. I literally was I thinking have some thigh that. highs I can put on. I'm literally thinking about that. This is a joke. No, that's exactly Amanda. That's how I feel when I rewatch the OC. Like it just takes me back to like being in high school and like feeling like I had so many problems and I had so much drama and I like rewatch it and I'm like, oh man, to be 16 again, like what a time. I know. I know. And that's why like when, when stuff gets serious, which I know it will, like so far, everything's been pretty surface level, but when stuff gets Mm -hmm. serious, then it'll remind us that like, we probably had a pretty easy time because some of the things that happen on the original show with like the Serena doing Coke with someone who OD like, you know, I mean, there was a, there was a lot, but I feel like her friends, Julian's friends, is it Luna? And, uh, what's, Oh gosh, now I need to look at the, the other Luna, the black girl. And then the other wait, Luna's not, no. Is it Monet? Mona? Monet? Yes. Monet, Monet, Monet. Monet. Yeah. Okay. Monet and Luna. So, so far they seem to be like one dimensional, characters you know not much going on there but I hope that they develop their characters more because they remind me of you know Blair's sidekicks Cotty and Iz but they were funny (laughs) they were funny yeah I liked them yeah yeah. so these girls they just seem like they're kind of just the one-dimensional villains and so I I hope that they become real people because nobody is just like a little minion all the time right now they are like Ursula's sea eels 
Like they just remind me of the eels that like put their heads together and it's like one eye. But I do, I feel like we'll get maybe like towards the end of this season, start of next season, we'll get like their backstory and we'll start to get to know them better. Because yeah, right now they're just like here to fuck shit up. Luna reminds me like wit wise of um, Mean Girls. Um, I think it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) That is who she reminds me of. Can you imagine, picture this at the end of the season, Luna and, oh my God, Martina, Martina. Monet. Monet. I, I need to think of the hair Manhattan. like Monet. <laughs> With a twist. Gimlet. Lululemon in Manhattan. <laughs> at the at the end of the season, right? They like all meet up in an Uber Lux. No, in a Lyft Lux, not the Lyft XL, because that she told her, don't take Uber. And it's Z in there with, and it was, and it's like, she actually literally planned all that to, you know what I mean? Like it comes out that she tried to make it seem just so she could rise up and be the queen bee. That would be like, cause they're seniors, right? Yeah. And I think, I think we will probably see a character arc like that where she's like, oh, I just want to go to school here. I just want to like, I just want to go here. I'm not trying to come for anything. Like she seems like kind of a do-gooder you know like has pure intentions but there's going to be something that happens when you go to a school like that and you're involved in a group of friends like that Mm -hmm. there's going to be some sort of character arc where she like gets a taste of it and then tries to take over I feel like that I think it happened when she came with a different uniform and said are you going to the whatever whatever I'd like to go with you I mean I was like oh here we here we come yeah is she going to date him? Like they're going to be an item, right? That's going to have to happen. Yeah. When she pulled those socks up and put that sweatshirt on and put that around her neck, I was like, here we go. And scene. And had her hair, like, I was like, here we go. Yeah. And I think she's going to act like she doesn't care about being popular. She's just going to like first just be like no I'm just gonna be me I don't want to be popular but then the more she gets talked about would you ever date someone's brother that you had been with I mean no I'm just joking (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you would have to really be certain that you really actually like them because then you think of every family gathering, every party, every Thanksgiving, every Christmas. Like, it's funny because I talk about all the time that, (laughs) so my best friend from college is this guy who ended up marrying, like he was the officiant at my wedding. He married me and Dr. Bald. Like (laughs) I always say that, like, no, the three of us aren't married. He married (laughs) us, but he was the cousin or is the cousin of my college ex-boyfriend. Like I just low key, like got all the friends (laughs) in the breakup. And so even now it's funny because like one day my best friend is like going to get married and like me and my ex will probably both be in his wedding. 
so even that, like, but I haven't had to ever, I haven't had to deal with that yet because they're cousins, they're not brothers. So I just, right. and that's my right. friend, I'm not dating him. <laughs> so it's like, I can't imagine how enmeshed it gets if you like jump from sibling to sibling, you know? Yeah, that's like a lot. <laughs> the closest I ever came to that was I met a guy. So I grew up with this guy in my church and then we went to rival, rival high schools. And one night, me and my cousin, he, he called me because we have got like reconnected as teenagers because we ended up both going to different churches um, after a while. And we saw each, I worked in the mall. He got my number. He was like, hey, let's hang out. Um, do you have like any girlfriends? I was like, so I showed him my cousin's picture. And he was like, oh, okay. Because we knew each other, like I said, from the time we were like little. So we all go to this, our, the high school football game and he brings a friend and me and his friend, it was instant like, what and so he was so cute whatever and I remember we ended up like kissing that night and we talked like from the time we talked for about five or six months met up twice before however I hadn't had my rump spring a stage which was very good because I ended up like when I would hang out with him it'd be this group <laughs> of guys you what <laughs> That is a nice way of saying. Oh. I wish faith. So I hadn't had my rum spring of faith. So I was like on the cusp, but like not quite. And so um, he has all these friends or whatever. So let's fast forward to when me and Corey start dating. The guy is related to him somehow on one side, but was dating his cousin on the other side, had been dating his cousin for four years and ended up being in our wedding. So imagine, yeah. So imagine if that, if I had had my run spring and all the, the guys that I would hang, that I hung out with a couple of times with my friend that I met, Corey hung out with that group, but the times that we met up, we literally traced it back he sang in high school so he was out singing somewhere or else he would have been with them so, so i was like oh i'm glad because i was like right on the <laughs> i was like nah i'm not gonna do it <laughs> if only it had been a different time well my, my friend group because we all have known each other forever is like very incestuous but it's like it's all so far in the past that nobody yeah, even thinks yeah. about it anymore but yeah I mean it's can you imagine if you had like you dated a guy back. in fifth grade and then your best friend marries him and you're like can't believe you're like dating my ex it's like girl it was fifth grade that you I totally like cried when a guy that I liked in middle school got married I was like this is kind of depressing and we never even dated like we were never a th but it's but it was kind of like really sad like to think about like there was a time I probably thought that he would be my husband. Amanda, that is the most unhinged thing I've ever heard but, in my life. But are you surprised? <laughs> no. I was going to say, I told Corey and the kids before that technically, I don't know if our marriage is legal because I was dating a guy named Mikey Marquez in fifth grade and we never broke up. <laughs> so oh, you're still married. married. <laughs> yes. Oh no. I know. Corey is going to need to like figure something out because- <laughs> Isn't that technically like polygamy? I mean, I think so. Uh -oh. You guys could get arrested. Yeah. We could. We could. So Mikey Marquez's wife, if you're listening, or Mikey, if you're listening, who knows? Okay. Just 
sidetrack because I always, you know, plan for this. There is a person on Big Brother whose grandfather was a polygamist and her dad had like 45 siblings and she has like 300 first cousins. Isn't that wild? Yeah. And she's from Tacoma Park. She's from Maryland. From Maryland. But her, her grandfather is from another country where like polygamy was more like accepted. Yeah. But, um, isn't that wild? That's, that's like the show. I watched it. Yeah. That Uh, is really wild because I always think that I win because my great grandmother had 13 children. And so, and then all of those children had children. And so my dad has like over 40 first cousins, but that's how many siblings. Right. Right. Like I always think I win the game because I have like a 300 person family. Like our Christmases used to, we literally had to like we couldn't fit in a house because it was like mm-hmm. a giant house party, but that's literally just like your yeah. everyday life to have. Yeah. Them. She yeah. said her grandfather had six wives. It's crazy. But anyway, so listen to my big brother recaps. If you want to learn more, everybody. Did you see that TV show? It was like that. And I really liked it. It got canceled where the three girls, the girl from, um, was it big? What was Miley's? No, it was a, a, a scripted, but it was the girl that played in Hannah Montana as Miley's best friend. What was her name? Blonde girl that was. Is it Leslie? Because I know that from the song. She, My best okay, friend so the the listeners at home are punching their steering wheels, but <laughs> her brother is the little boy from Sixth Sense. Are you oh. serious? Yes. If you look at them as adults side by side, they look identical. They look alike. I don't know either of their names. Haley Joe Osman. <laughs> okay. Her name. Oh, is that's right. Her. <laughs> so she, her, it was her. You know, she's white. And it was a black girl. And it was. Brittany Snow from Pitch Perfect. It was a TV show and where her father was world renowned for people that could not conceive by, by a miracle, they would see him, man, this face. Yeah. He, did he impregnate so everyone? Every single <gasps> one of them. Oh my God. And there was the, 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 the black girl was the sister. She grew up going to their house for Christmases because their mothers were best friends. And the, but that mother had figured it out a long time ago. So it they, is so good. They thought they were just getting like fertility treatments. Yes. And it was like using his sperm. Like that man is using sick. his he sperm. Was and then giving them some special sauce. Oh, ba- and they were all like contributing it to him. And then the, the black girl ends up marrying. She's a lawyer, ends up marrying this lawyer. Her brother. The lawyer. Well, the lawyer. <laughs> The lawyer used to be this girl's like almost like fiance pretty much. So like now she's like married to her sisters, but then she ends up falling in love with a woman prosecutor. It's good. That's crazy. Speaking of like crazy sibling love or whatever in the original each other (laughs) in the original gossip girl, there was a time when Serena and Dan were dating and then they found yes. out that they shared a sibling. So they weren't related, yeah, but they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they had a shared half sibling and that's just a little strange, that's but they were close. already, they were already together and they didn't know when they met that their parents had dated. And then they still didn't yes. know after dating for a while that they shared a half sibling because Rufus didn't even know the dad didn't even know until he was older. So I got to watch the original. Gossip you do. Girl. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's it's, a lot of stuff. Sorry and it for makes the spoilers. You wonder. 
but it's, right, right, right. Somebody's going to get mad. Oh my God. I haven't got a chance to watch it. It's been a decade. So <laughs> that's Dr. Bald's rule. Cause I am famous for like, I'm like, I was going to watch that one day in the future. And it's like, okay. If this show could be graduating middle school, it's time you, you can suffer. <laughs> like if this, if this show is headed off to high school, then you've missed your window of me being polite about spoilers. Oh my yes. Bravo enthusiast, Bravo enthusiast on Instagram is doing like a pretty little liars rewatch. And she always says that mm-hmm. she's like, okay, so I'm going to post spoilers, but like, are they spoilers? <laughs> this show Wait. is 10 years old. So also with People... pretty little liars, are they spoilers? Because nothing makes sense on that show. That is a show that I did watch. And I, I, to this day couldn't tell you anything about it because anytime I watched I'm like wait who is that and wait they're wearing a hood now and now they're super big a and little tiny a and what is happening yeah Gossip then I heard like a that. really wasn't killed right a wasn't dead right eventually it ended up a wasn't dead eventually she did die eventually okay okay or not Allison but a I know it's very confusing but I felt like Gossip Girl was sim- the original Gossip Girl was similar in that it was like they had yes. no idea what they were doing. Like they were just, it just making it up along the way and getting, and and I love when these writers try to act like they knew all along what the ending was going to be. I'm like, no, you did not like because you, you wouldn't not. have no, done all no. of this. I feel confident mm-hmm. this, this show, they know how it's going. They have an end yeah, goal. I, I, I hope so. I, unless they're like, let's just throw it to the wall and see what sticks or like, don't give us it's like, give us 35 stories that are half solved. And it's that, that's maddening. Cause then you're like, wait, does this tie to this? But no, it can't possibly tie to this because then it ties to this. And then it, it, it just was it when they bold. both, when the girl, no, you oh, no go ahead. You well, it is bold uh, that they're starting with most of these characters being seniors, you know, like, are we sure? Yeah. Are, are they juniors? Because I feel like they're setting oh. themselves up for kind of failure. Yes. To fail maybe they're bringing in maybe we're not meant to know martini and armez or whatever but like <laughs> but maybe they're all gonna graduate and it's actually like new characters that we're gonna learn but it's strange <laughs> that they're not like starting off at a place where we can have a couple because that's for me always yes when there's a high school show it's the Saved by the Bell effect. Like we don't want to see Saved by the Bell spinoff in college. We don't want to see the world with Mr. Feeney following them to the food court. Like we want them to stay in high school. Right. That's where we, (laughs) yeah. Cause Gossip Girl had a problem with that too. Like they followed them to college, but then the interesting thing was that they all ended up like dropping out nobody even knows yes. what happened to them in college and before you know it nate is like running a magazine and i'm like did you finish school but they were always <laughs> in they were always in new york city and like blair never moved out so it still felt very much like the same yeah kind of setting but it was a little weird when they went to college so hopefully hopefully these people are sophomores <laughs> maybe they're only sophomores i don't know what i'm really i'm really tired of Netflix is famous for this, like getting, giving shows that are so good and almost where before sometimes shows would go on long past their prime, like, okay, you've kind of jumped the shark, but now they're like given good shows. And then they're just like, done, like, We're like done. the show dead to me, it's going to be done, you know, after this season, really? like That's they it? have one more season coming and they're going to be dead. You know, you can I mean, watch well, it in one, <laughs> technically you can watch it in one day that season. The we almost did. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't want, I hope that 
Gossip Girl doesn't do that and then try to do a spinoff of that. You know, like, cause that's another thing. It's like, stop spinning off shows that you haven't completed. Yeah, like, I come agree. on, like, you know. So before we go, I need like last predictions. What do you think is going to happen with Audrey and her boyfriend? Are they and- married or because the guy said something about being married at 16? I think he was, was he just joking? saying, I think he was okay. just saying because she's like monogamous that she's basically married. Cause you can Does tell he he's not with into her? that, but Does he they did quarantine her? together. They said that they quarantined together. Didn't they? They woke up having sex. They ended the show having sex. What was interesting to me back to knowing that you're scripted because if Corey ever, like I cannot imagine myself leaning over knowing that he was getting his rocks off like while I was blowing him, like the girl was giving. So now wait, let me paint the picture because people are gonna be like, what is she talking about? So there was a scene, I hope this is not a spoiler, where Felicia was going on. Is it Felicia when the guy gives it to the girl? No, only when the girl gives it to the guy. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus, yes. So Cunnilingus was happening and one of the characters was looking at another character and that's what was turning her on. So then imagine being in bed and they're saying, oh, I'm sorry, it's taken so long. And then he stops and says, you can think about him. I was like, that's because he's thinking about him. Right. They're both thinking about him. I was like, I don't know if I should be watching this scene. Like, I'm, I, how old are they in real life? Before I let myself I enjoy the scene. <laughs> Everyone's of age before we talk okay. about them. Before I was I like, before I let myself enjoy this scene, how old are they? Because I'm going to have to fast forward. But that, it, that so was strange. wild to me. Yeah, like me telling Corey, you can think about her. At least they're on the same page. They're both thinking about it. That's true. It's better than just one. And I do like that they're kind of normalizing and flipping the script a little bit because in our society, it's very much almost like thrown in our face, like that that men, it's the male gaze, right? That they they yes. enjoy watching women be with each other or it's okay to have a threesome if it's two women and one guy, but having yep. two men and one girl is strange or it's you like, know, the, yep. the devil's threesome is how I've, <laughs> I've heard it referred to as. I'm like, oh, this is like, <laughs> this is where we're having an issue. It's the devil's threesome. Right. But I kind of like that they're kind of flipping that on its head and being like, no, this guy is like at the epicenter of sex and that everybody wants to be with him. And it doesn't even like, I also really appreciate about this show that they aren't really like having that moment of like people identifying what they are. And I think that that's probably Mm what like Jen Z is kind of moving in that direction of like, there will come a day in my girl's future, in my daughter's future where like, there won't be a coming out. It will just be like, oh, mom, I'm bringing my partner to to Thanksgiving and it will be whoever they bring, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that, that it's cool that this show is moving in that direction where nobody has had that moment of being like, I am bisexual. I am a gay man. I enjoy penis. You know, it's just kind of like, right. they're all doing drugs and having sex with each other. Right. What, what a wholesome, yeah. lovely message for HBO. Yes, we love <laughs> to see it. No, but that is true because that's one thing that happened, you know, in the original was when like Eric came out and it was like such a big deal. And obviously his, his mom was very accepting, but at first she was like scared, you know, she was like, what does this mean for my child? And, and it took her, I mean, that day to realize like, oh, it's going to be okay. Like, I love you no matter what, but this is my child. It was Mm -hmm. still a whole thing. Whereas like, I like that, like you said, that they're just 
throwing all of that away. And it's like, you just like who you like. And he might not ever label himself, which right. I and think they may never great. bring it into the conversation. Yeah. There was, um, I think Chuck Bass did allude sometimes to sleeping with men. I'd have to like rewatch and look at, look at that though. Like you just, he want an excuse to rewatch. No, she like he, I swear because <laughs> I feel like he said he would, like he made comments like that, but it wasn't the same. It's not the same as, as this, obviously. Chuck said it in a Shakespearean way and it's like, start over. What did you just say? I do have to say, you know, without, before the episode is over that, obviously Chuck Bass is a very problematic character and he was horrible in season one and we will never forget that. It is funny. And again, I don't know what you're referring to because I need my hungover day. So if anybody wants to come watch my children for a weekend so I can get drunk and then subsequently lay on my couch and watch Gossip Girl, you know, (laughs) slide into my DMs. But it's funny that it seemed like they were somewhat aware of the problematic things that took place in the first rendition because they addressed it they're like you know as the teachers are reading through the archives they're like some of this stuff would not fly talk about me (laughs) like all this stuff so it's almost like they were kind of like looking at the audience with like a wink and a nod of like yep we got you we hear you we know but we're moving in a different direction now and we're gonna move past it by the way if any of you slide into chelsea's dms to watch her kids know that when you walk into her home she will have on her disguise because she's still (laughs) It's not good. <laughs> what if your like, children were in disguise? You're like, like kids okay, are watching Ramona eyes. Don't take off don't. your wigs, girls. <laughs> Raven from um, Is Bitch Better told me about her whole pizza Sunday, like back in the day, like way back. She would have whole pizza Sunday. So on a Sunday, you know, you eat pretty good during the week. And on a Sunday, you can have your whole pizza like off and on throughout the day like in pajamas. And I said, I was going to do that. That's like, it might be amazing. this Sunday. Yeah. yeah Get up, shower. That. As soon as Domino's opens, you order it. It's fresh and you just eat off of it. Wow. Hashtag mm-hmm. whole pizza Sunday. Hashtag yeah. gossip girl rewatch. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, I can also be an influencer. Swipe up, style me. Swipe I know, up. I'm, wait, wait. I'm waiting for them to say swipe up or talk about like a reel or talk about something that like makes me, I don't know, think of my own Instagram other than stories. They clearly went for the Instagram vibe, but I would have loved if Gossip Girl was just straight up Dumois. Like if people are like, (laughs) and maybe they'll move in that direction where people start like submitting them anonymous tips and they're just like screenshotting it and putting it to their stories. Like, because in our real life, Dumois is Gossip Girl. Yes. Yes. I love that. She is. By the way, you just solved it. I think Zoe is in on it with the teacher. Okay. Don't say I didn't tell you. She planned this whole thing, I'm telling you. I feel like at some point they will have someone hack and take over. Mm. And then it'll be like, who has control? And the teachers will be like, shit. We really, like, we messed up. We lost control. This is out of, like, or one teacher will go rogue and everyone else will be like, you need to stop this, but they'll that have like blonde, the power. She's going rogue. <laughs> <laughs> she is going to be the, the, um, why am I forgetting? The Julian of the teachers. I'm telling you, it's going to go to her head and she's going to be the Julian of the teachers. 
Well, now we But it's working. Julian apologized to for bumping into her cuz I think that's the real Julian. I don't know. Yeah, there's probably something deep down in there. A lot of kids are wait. are products of, you know, their envi- environment and if if the yeah. popularity and stuff goes to your head, it's dangerous for teenagers to be addicted to social media because they get addicted to the likes and you can tell she's like, "Wait, before you leave, you have to take a picture with me for my story." just to make it up just to keep up appearances Mm -hmm. and so i think it it is kind of like a uh, what's the right word like a reflection of our real society it's not the word i was thinking Mm -hmm. of but there's a word there is a A mirror maybe (laughs) a mirror well i also i have this issue so my sister-in-law always talks about when she watches a show she gets into whatever food and drink they are indulging in like so when she got into weeds she was drinking like six diet cokes a day when she Mm -hmm. was watching mad men my sister-in-law has never smoked a cigarette in her life but when she and my brother watched mad men she was like i kind of just want a cigarette like should we just go out and get a pack and my brother is like no, but I think <laughs> where when I watch a show, so every time I rewatch Dirty Sexy Money, I end up with a Bob, like the one person's wife. Every time I watch, um, when I got into Parks and Rec, I ended up with the straight across bangs, like Anne. Um, and now I'm watching Gossip Girl and I'm like, I don't know if I can watch another episode because I'm going to shave my head. I'm I was going to say, are you going- I, I love it. She rocks it. I'm like, yeah, can I can I rock a shaved head? Maybe. Jerry you can. Said, oh. You can. I, I definitely think you can. And it would make the wig game easier. You'd it have would make more flexibility. So easy. Just fully commit to my craft. <laughs> but you can't tell people because then they might recognize you on the street. Right. That I'm so. right. It, right. Damn right. it. Would be Dr. I think you and her ball. have the same. <laughs> And you can start an IG page. <laughs> you and her have that. the same like bone structure. I think you definitely, you definitely could rock it if you ever decided to. Well, I don't need this type you of can get a Caesar. in my life because we're about to jump over to my Patreon and I'm just going <laughs> to <laughs> Right. Can you imagine as we're watching, we're like, what are you doing? Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, if you guys want to continue listen to the continuation of this it just gets sillier and sillier the longer that we record we're actually going to be yeah recording for ona bravo patreon so make sure you go subscribe if you want to hear more of the dmv dolls and um let me know if you guys are interested in hearing like a rewatch of the original gossip girl like maybe some bonus episodes maybe one for like an entire season or something so dm me let me know what you're interested in hearing this is the first time i'm covering a scripted show so i want to know like what everybody's thoughts are and i'm also covering big brother so i'm going to be doing weekly episodes here and on truly anything um with donnie and also Kendrick from Housewives and Marvel 2 is going to be joining us and we'll be bouncing around to each other's podcasts. So make sure you subscribe. And Chelsea and Taria, thank you so much for coming on. Can you guys tell everyone where they can find you to follow you if they are not already, which they should be? Guys, thank you for having me. It was fun. Um, Instagram at WeGo, W-E-I-G-O podcast. That stands for what else is going on. Podcast, um, Twitter, T-S-F-A-I-S-O-N. And you can follow me at Ono Bravo. I do Instagram lives every 
Thursday night, we have a night change because now we're going to be living our lives on Friday and going live on Instagram on Thursday. And then you can listen to my podcast that I do with Donnie from Truly Anything and know that podcast. And our podcast is I Am The Cute One, a Mary-Kate and Ashley podcast. We are just shamelessly promoting for five-star reviews. So what you can do, if you liked this, if you like any content creators, the cheapest, freest, nicest way to support us is by leaving that five-star review. It takes two minutes. So hit that five-star review for this podcast too, because it really does make a difference. I know people like it is the best thing you can do for a podcaster is to leave a review. And if you don't have time to write anything, you can literally just put emojis. It counts and we would appreciate it so much. It really, it helps to put us higher on the charts. It gets our names Mm -hmm. out there. And if you want to keep hearing us, then, you know, give us the love, show us the love. So thank you for listening and we will see you next week. XOXO. Thanks for listening to it's all happening. Remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a five-star review. If you have nothing nice to say, my DMs are always open. Please follow me on Instagram at It's All Happening X and on Twitter at happening underscore pod. Until next time.